0: Disclaimer, this podcast is presented to you by Shagun Lokkad, Vedang Upasani and Nishant Pandey from second year of Biotechnology, Ferguson College. The following podcast is related to the subject PTH2302, Molecular Biology. Hello everyone, it's time for the podcast, The Viral Curiosity. This is your host and host Shagun Lokkad. And I personally welcome and thank you for joining us. This is an initiative step taken by the sophomores of the Department of Biotechnology, Ferguson College, for PTH 2302. And we promise you to bring all the weekly episodic shows of our podcast. And with us, we have Nishant Pandey and Vedang Upasani. So let's continue from where we left the other night. Until now we have discussed about the baltimore classification and the double stranded DNA viruses replication. So without any further ado, let's get the show on the road. So guys let's kick off with transcription in this class of viruses.
1: Yeah Shagun, so you know transcription basically is the copying of information from a strand of DNA to a new mRNA molecule and in group 1 viruses it is a stepwise process. So we got the first step, the initiation where the transcription pre-initiation complex that comprises of some general transcription factors bind to the DNA upstream to the site where the transcription starts so that it can recruit the host's RNA polymerase. Then come the elongation phase where the RNA polymerase synthesizes the mRNA by using the antisense as its template. And finally, we got the termination phase where the RNA polymerase halts the transcription upon reaching a specific signal like that of polyadylation site. This process is very important as it is one of the events that follows the infection because viruses tend not to carry all the protein that they need to replicate themselves.
0: You know, many a times have I heard this term polymerases, even tonight, so my question is that what different kinds of polymerases do the virus possess?
2: Yup, definitely, they do have polymerases and they are called viral polymerases, which play the central role in viral genome replication and transcription. Due to the limitations in the genome size that can be packed in the virus shell, viral polymerases are generally active as a single protein, capable of carrying out multiple functions related to viral genome synthesis. Also, it is important to note here that viruses may or may not code for these proteins. If they don't code for these enzymes, they usually use the host enzymes to produce proteins and genetic materials. Based on genome type and the specific needs of particular virus families, viral polymerases utilize a variety of mechanisms to ensure complete copy of the genome. In particular, they have to recognize initial binding sites ensure process of elongation, terminate replication at the end of the genome and also coordinate the chemical steps of nucleic acid synthesis with other modifications of the genome. Yeah, so suppose a virus has infected any cell. So after entering the cell,
1: it has only two main objectives, the first one is to produce as much copies of its viral genome as it can and the second one is to produce as many viral protein. As it can. So for double stranded DNA viruses it needs to produce two things and those are double stranded DNA strands and and the protein which will encapsulate those strands. So to produce more DNA strands it requires a set of enzymes in which the main one is DNA dependent DNA polymerase and to produce the protein it requires an enzyme
2: known as DNA dependent RNA polymerase. So first let's talk about DNA polymerase which will produce copies of the viral DNA. So, an important feature of these enzymes is that they can catalyze polymerization of a large number of nucleotides very accurately in a very short period. Also, replication requires abundant energy that comes from the breakdown of triphosphates of deoxyribonucleotides. Here, enzyme helicase acts over the ORI site and unzips the two strands of DNA. The separated strands are established by the means of Single-stranded binding protein. Also, unwinding creates tension in the uncoiled part by formation of more and more supercoils. Now, this tension is released by enzyme topoisomerase which we have already discussed. Also, it is important to mention here that the whole of DNA does not open at once due to high energy requirements, but the point of separation proceeds slowly towards both the directions. It gives the appearance of Y-shaped structure called as replication fork. A small strand of RNA called as RNA primer is synthesized at the 5' end of the new DNA strand. It is essential as it is required by DNA polymerase to add nucleotides. Now DNA polymerase catalyzes polymerization only in one direction that is, 5' to 3'. Interestingly, on one strand, that is 3' to 5', the replication is continuous, while on the other, that is 5' to 3', it is discontinuous. Discontinuous replication occurs because only a small stretch of template exposes at a time. The discontinuously synthesized fragments are later joined by enzyme DNA ligases, so hence using this enzyme, double stranded DNA viruses produce copies of its own genetic material. Now another
1: enzyme that is of key importance to a virus is RNA polymerase which will help it to produce mRNA that can be later translated to a protein. So suppose we have a DNA strand that needs to be converted to an mRNA. So how that works is that each strand of DNA contains a specific promoter sequence for guiding the beginning of transcription. This is followed by the region of the genes that code for a polypeptide and ends with a series of terminal sequences that that stop translation. DNA is unbound at the promoter by RNA polymerase. Only one strand of DNA called the template strand is copied by the RNA polymerase. As the RNA polymerase moves along the strand, it adds complementary nucleotide as dictated by the DNA template, forming the single-stranded mRNA that reads opposite to the template strand. The polymerase continues transcribing until it reaches a termination site and the mRNA transcript is is released for translation. Hence using this enzyme viruses produce the protein coat.
0: Okay guys, now let's shift our focus towards some applications of viruses. I mean we have looked at everything from their classification to their replication. But I feel this podcast won't be complete if we don't talk about some of the hot trending topics in the field of molecular biology. And one of the biggest, if not the biggest, is genome editing. For those who don't know this, it is a group of techniques that provide the scientists the ability to alter an organism's genome. And I personally feel that we as a species have come too far in this technique. Viruses here are used as vectors so guys let me know your views on this.
2: Yes indeed, I mean it's great, genome editing is a group of technologies that can literally allow you to edit your own genetic material and over time we have got more and more accurate in editing. I mean we can pick a single base pair from a group of 10,000 base pairs and replace it with precision and accuracy never seen before. These technologies allow genetic material to be added, removed or altered at particular location in the genome. And viruses are a big part of this as they can be used to transfer genetic material from one organism to another. So these viruses are modified so that they can't cause any sort of disease in people using them. And we know that some kind of viruses such as retrovirus integrate their genetic material including our gene of interest into a chromosome in the human cell. So the virus is acting here as a vector carrying our gene of interest and once our gene of interest has been integrated into the genome of the organism, it can be transcribed and later translated to produce proteins of our interest.
0: Right and since we are talking about the double stranded DNA viruses, how can we not mention about the adenoviruses? I mean, they are the most extensively used in labs and also in these procedures.
1: Yeah Shagun, but let me first here introduce the process of transfection. So transfection is the introduction of any nucleic acid molecule by non-viral or viral means into cultured eukaryotic cell. The ultimate aim here is to deliver nucleic acids into cells to investigate gene function by expression of exogenous genes or to knock down of endogenous ones. For cell type not amenable to peptide mediated transfection, viral vectors are often employed. Viral mediated transfection offers a means to reach hard to transfect cell type for protein overexpression or knockdown. The most commonly used group 1 viruses are the adenoviruses. The adenoviruses are a DNA based viruses with broad cell tropism that can transiently transduce nearly any mammalian cell type. The adenoviruses enter the target cell by binding to Cog's adenovirus receptors for CAR. After binding to the CAR, the adenovirus is internalized via integrin-mediated endocytosis followed by the active transport to the nucleus where it is expressed episomally. Manipulation of gene expression is a core technique in areas such as drug development, cancer, and gene therapy. Hence, group 1 viruses play a central role in these advance, advancement to the field of molecular biology.
0: Indeed, You know, recently I have read something about a transgenic animal called the spider goat which is produced with the help of gene editing. So this actually makes me wonder, where will we end up by doing all this? Where will we actually end up? So like, are we really playing God in these kinds of advancements? Well, yes, you can say it that
2: way, but I would like to answer this question with something said by a well-known figure in the field of molecular biology, James Watson. I quote, that if we don't play God, then who will?
0: Definitely. Amazing. Guys, I don't know about you all, but I personally have developed a certain respect for viruses, like from being so tiny, but still they have the ability to control an organism that is a thousand times larger than it. Respect. Nothing but respect. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being on our podcast tonight. Learned really a lot. And hope to see you the next time.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for having us on the podcast, Raghun.
2: Yes, thank you. Even we enjoyed our time here.
0: And a big, big thanks to those all listening. Hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Viral Curiosity so until next time this is your host shagun lokkar goodbye good night